0: I'm Nick Harvey Doyle, an one man from the Northern Tablelands of New South Wales. The Yarn Podcast is made on the unceded land of the Wurundjeri, Woiwurrung and Bunurong people. We'd like to acknowledge First Nations people as the first storytellers. We pay our respects to elders past and present. Always was, always will be Aboriginal
1: land. From the Center for Advancing Journalism at the University of Melbourne, this is The Yard. I'm Thomas Phillips. The moral panic about gender has been dominating conservative headlines lately. But gender nonconformity is nothing new. The Hedra people of South Asia have been recognized as an additional gender for centuries, as have the Fafafine of Samoa and the Feminelli of southern Italy. This week, We're bringing you three stories about people challenging gender norms, just as they've always done. Stories about being gender-diverse, as well as people rebelling against their expected gender roles. It's the fifth and final episode of Breaking the Binaries, a series about the intersections that blend, blur, or break society's binary codes. These stories were produced in collaboration with all the best mentors for the Science Gallery's new show, An immersive exhibition about breaking binaries, which is open now. First up, Xin Meng on being trans in China. Just a heads up, the story has some violence and transphobia that some listeners might find distressing.
2: My name is Xiang Li. I'm from Northeast China. I'm a transgender woman at an earlier time. When I was three or four years old, I would put the badge sheet on top of my head and imagine it as long hair and feel happy when it floated up behind me as I walked.
3: As a transgender girl and growing up in the Northeast China, a region that places great emphasis on the masculinity and variety of boys. Xiang Li has a natural innate fear of the gender atmosphere in Northeast China. Xiang Li says she grew up with school bullying.
2: You can imagine that when you speak, there is a sudden silence around you, like no one hears you, no response. It just felt like time and space stood still at that moment, and I was overwhelmed. To be honest, there wasn't a moment where I wasn't bullied in that environment. When I went to the bathroom, the boys forced me to the corner and directly stripped me off my pants while also ridiculing and mocking me verbally. And school
3: wasn't the only place that Xiangli experienced bullying.
2: I was so devastated by this bullying experience that I chose to drop out of junior high school before I finished and I was beaten up by my dad for it. When I was 17, because I didn't look like a boy, my father sent me to the army to train me for manhood. Those three months in the army were the darkest moment of my life.
3: Because of the non-acceptance and the mildness of people around her, Li also experienced struggles and developed the idea of giving up being herself.
2: After I decided to return to school, I decided to cut my hair short and began to wear some very boyish clothes, deliberately speak in a coarse tone of voice, and deliberately do this disguise. But I knew this was not my true self, so it was very painful. Just
3: Xiang Li decided to have gender salmon surgery, and her parents' reaction was beyond her expectations.
2: My dad picked up the phone, I want to have a gender reassignment surgery, I told him. His reaction was surprisingly calm, he just said, I'm afraid this will happen, I'm afraid this will happen. I'm afraid this will happen, happen, he said three times in a row. Then, less than five minutes later, my dad sent me a video of my mom already lying on the floor, convulsing and foaming at the mouth. I was really scared because my mom has a heart disease. I was crying uncontrollably.
3: After Li confessed to her parents, they suspected that she had some kind of disease and took her to see a psychiatrist and a psychologist.
2: In my position, I was willing to explore the matter with my parents, and I wasn't going to resist strongly. But at that time, I was in the hospital. I witnessed a transgender girl jump to her death because of her parents' objection.
3: According to the 2017 China Transgender Community Survival Status Survey report, among the 2016 survey respondents, up to 62.5% had experienced depression, 21.2% had self-harm behavior, and 12.7% had suicidal behavior. Many transgender people in China undergo conversion therapy. Xiangli said, of people locked away in monasteries and subjected to electric shock treatment. Luckily, Xiangli was able to go hide with the surgery and eventually, seeing her transition into a woman, her family was able to accept her gender identity.
2: I had mixed feelings after the surgery, including the joy of achieving my wish, the anxiety about the unknown life in the future, and the excitement of eagerness to share with others. And I am happy in my relationship life now. I am still dating the transgender boy I met at the hospital during the surgery.
3: According to statistics, there are more than 4 million transgender people in China, and their attempts to break gender norms or seek physical changes are often not understood by the general public and are even considered pathological by some people. Not everyone can finally get happiness like Xiang Li. The change of the environment needs our efforts.
2: If they can achieve tolerance for this community, I hope at least don't hurt us. Don't prevent us from breaking the gender prejudice and bondage.
1: That was Xin Meng. Next, Qin Yuan Zhang on the Chinese pop stars winning over fans with their binary breaking self expression.
4: That's the voices of people screaming out, Lao婆. A Chinese word commonly used by husbands to call their wives but the person being called out is a male celebrity.
0: In my memory the first time I knew him was on a TV show. He was wearing long hair so I think she liked uh, no sorry he liked a girl. He was so different from all the boys I have met before. Then I started to search about him online, and to my surprise, many people had the same idea as mine, thinking that he looks like a female, a girl, she's very pretty, and writing fanfictions about him. In these works, he was portrayed as a female, so that's why I think he looks more like a girl, and started to call him my wife.
4: That's Qiang Wang, a fan sharing her experience of Ni Su. In Chinese fandom culture, Ni Su is a group of people breaking down gender binaries and amplifying the feminine characteristics of men or emphasizing the masculine characteristics of women.
0: The main reason I need Su Yang was because of his personality. At first, I thought that someone like him who plays uh, like heavy metal music or rock and roll, you know, might be fierce, but after seeing him in person, I found that he was much gentler than I had expected. In fact, when I need to, I care much about the sense of intimacy that the man gives. You know, this is rare, obtained from men. He once makes me feel our love is mutual, so I can't help once more. Nisu builds a, like a bridge, a connection between us. As I often watch videos online or hear from my friends when we talking our idols or their idols, I find that made celebrities pay more attention to their appearance now.
4: Qiang Wang is not the only fan that has the experience of Ni Su. Jia Yi Wang, another Ni Su fan, has different
5: ideas. But I think it's more like a rebellion. Men always judge female celebrities, giving them anxieties about age or looks. I wonder if I could do the same thing to male celebrities. In the old days, Most female fans give the impression that they would admire male celebrities because they were handsome or strong, with so-called masculine characteristics. But the main reason behind it is that society imposed them on women, telling female fans they should admire men like that. By Ni Su, we aimed to break it. This time, we are in a dominant position.
4: With Ni Su being more popular among fans, will it become a trend in the future?
5: Nisu won't continue developing. Everyone starts to look at things not only from one single perspective now, it's a good start. Nisu is like a transitional phase, maybe in the future it will be replaced by something else that can lead the role to become more open and inclusive. I don't think the biological gender is important to me anymore. I have my own criterion, and I don't think I have a specific sexual orientation. As long as it fits with the characteristics I like, I don't think any gender matters. For me, the gender binaries are gone.
1: That was Qin Yuan Zhang. Next, Yin Zhang on the men challenging China's gender norms and teaching others how to do the same.
6: In recent years, more and more men have started to wear makeup in China, leading to many men becoming male beauty bloggers. They post makeup videos on social media platforms and gain a lot of likes and followers. Traditionally, makeup is a woman thing, and men who wear it are discriminated against a lot and even abused. Male beauty bloggers have taken the initiative to break the binary and work towards changing people's traditional perceptions.
7: I'm
6: talking to Risen Wan, a male beauty blogger who has 10,000 Weibo followers. He usually posts makeup videos on his Weibo account to teach men how to do makeup. He thinks that men's makeup is gradually being accepted by the public.
3: The reason why I became a beauty blogger is because I'm interested in makeup. And there were many male beauty bloggers who emerged on TikTok and Weibo at that time, so I decided to to give it a try. Uh, Plus, I was influenced by K pop idols. I found that Korean guys are very stylish, which had an impact on my aesthetics. And in my life, sometimes my friends will say that I am good at makeup, and I'm very happy to hear good comments uh, because, on the one hand, they affirm my makeup skills, and on the other hand, uh, people are tolerant of men's makeup. Uh, I think men's makeup will become a trend in the future.
6: The emergence of Korean adults has had an impact on traditional Chinese culture, changing the traditional thinking of many people. More men are choosing to wear makeup. According to a news report, there are 185 million Chinese men who follow beauty bloggers, which is a huge number. However, Hao Yao, who has more than 100,000 followers and over 720,000 likes on Xiaohongshu, which is a well-known social media app in China, believes that there are still many people who can't accept men's makeup.
5: Uh, I think it's normal for men to wear makeup, you know, just like how people think it's normal for girls to wear makeup. But since the question remains... It means that some people still think it's not normal for guys to wear makeup, but we're all human beings, and it's human instinct and nature to pursue beauty, so I don't uh, receive any criticism in real life, but on the internet, people often abuse me for wearing makeup. So I received a comment the other day saying, a man who wears foundation is not a real man. And when I saw the comment, I thought, why not? I wish people would treat men who wear makeup like normal people and not discriminate against us.
6: Although, male beauty bloggers receive likes and positive feedbacks on social media, they also receive negative comments and views. Male makeup is still not understood by many people in the contemporary world. So, what is the reason for this? What can be done to change this situation? To find out the answer, I'm talking to Ying Soon, who graduated from beauty art at Sejong University in Korea, and now, She is a makeup teacher at Qingdao University. I
7: think the main reason why makeup for guys is not understood now is because of traditional concepts. Some people think that makeup is for girls and that men who wear makeup don't look manly. Plus, TV programs nowadays forbid male celebrities from wearing heavy makeup, dyeing their hair, or wearing earrings. While mainstream media shapes the idea of what constitutes a manly man, They also limit the variety of aesthetics at the same time. In my opinion, male makeup and female makeup should not be treated differently. Korean guys are very conscious of their appearance and most of them wear makeup. They don't think it is shameful for men to wear makeup and I think it should be the same in China. Wearing makeup not only boosts confidence but also shows respect for others. Although it takes time to accept a new culture, I believe that in the future more and more Chinese guys will be getting into makeup and everyone will think it is as normal for guys to wear makeup as it is for girls.
6: More and more men are trying to break the binary, and although not everyone can accept the man wearing makeup, it's a good start. With a new popular culture, someone must break traditional perceptions and the male makeup bloggers who are currently emerging are working hard to try to shift people's mindsets. In the future, it will still take education and awareness to get people to stop viewing men who wear makeup differently.
1: That was Wo Zhang. These stories were produced for the Science Gallery in collaboration with mentors from All the Best. A massive thank you to reporters Xin Meng, Xin Yuan and Yin Zhang. Thanks also to mentors Mel Chan, Oli Krusek, Dan Simo, and Danny Stewart. The Yarn is from the Center for Advancing Journalism at the University of Melbourne. It's produced on the land of the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation. Our executive producer is Louisa Lin. I'm Thomas Phillips. See you next week.